Welcome to the Anchor Daily. We're reading through the Gospel of Mark and reflecting on Jesus, whose death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins and achieved victory over death. When mixed with other ingredients, two and a half teaspoons of yeast yields one loaf of bread and a pan of mouth-watering cinnamon rolls. Like yeast, influences in our lives, either positive or negative, are exponentially significant. One comment can encourage us or undermine our confidence and discourage us until we're ineffective. A simple truth can lead us to a relationship with Jesus. A lie can derail our walk with God or even lure us into false doctrine. Hi, Bethel friends. This is Connie Edwards joining you as we continue to follow Jesus' Galilean ministry in Mark 8, 14-30, New International Version. Mark's gospel advances from one event to another very quickly. Jesus heals the afflicted, encourages the hopeless, liberates those in bondage, and forgives people's sin. We know that just around the corner, there is a shift toward Jesus' ministry from popularity to opposition. At this juncture, his time was short. The disciples didn't have the benefit we enjoy of reading Jesus' words recorded in the Bible. However, they witnessed his works and heard his words. Understanding didn't always come easy for them, but Jesus constantly moved his disciples forward, advancing their understanding, increasing their faith, and helping them grow spiritually. In today's text, three events take place. We take note that Jesus issued a warning on each occasion, most likely related to the clear and present danger posed by his enemies. Remember back in Mark 3.6 when the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus? Their doctrinal influence was hypocrisy, false teachings, entrapment, and treachery. Comparable to the action of yeast, their fungus-like hostility toward Jesus was growing, turning many against him. They were actively attempting to ensnare Jesus and his more vulnerable disciples. In Mark 8, 14-21, following the feeding of over 4,000 people, Jesus left in a boat with the disciples who had forgotten to bring bread. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They were confused. They said, Is it because we have no bread? Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see, and ears but fail to hear? And don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? Twelve, they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? They answered, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? Matthew sixteen twelve tells us, Then they understood he was not telling them, to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teachings of the Pharisees and Sadducees. 
In verses 22 to 26, when they landed in Bethsaida, some people brought a blind man to Jesus and begged him to heal him. The scripture doesn't tell us if the blind man had faith. Jesus took the man outside the village and laid his hands on the man's eyes twice before his vision was perfectly healed. Jesus didn't fail the first time. Perhaps it took some restoration of vision to increase the blind man's faith. Not long before this, in Mark 5:34, Jesus told the woman who was healed by touching Jesus' cloak, Daughter, your faith has healed you. I see a demonstration of the necessity of personal faith and how Jesus meets us where we are. Spiritual growth is a process. After healing the man, Jesus warned him not to return to the village. Jesus and the disciples moved on toward other villages in Caesarea Philippi. Verses 27 to 30 reads, On the way, Jesus quizzes his disciples. He asked them, Who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? He asked, Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Matthew sixteen seventeen expands Jesus' reply to Peter. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. The disciples' progression of faith and spiritual growth is evident. Remember when Jesus calmed the winds and the waves and they said, Who is this? Then he walked to them on the water and calmed the storm and they said, Truly, you are the Son of God. And now, Peter's eyes are opened by God and he acknowledges Jesus as the Messiah, the Savior. With the help of the Holy Spirit, as we actively study God's Word, our journey of faith will result in spiritual growth. Please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, as we immerse ourselves in your word, soften our hearts, open our ears to hear, and our eyes to see. May your Holy Spirit reveal Jesus to each of us in a personal way and bring us into the fullness of the relationship you intend for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.